guys. Welcome to another episode of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. Oh, Rupert is here. Uh, wishing you all a hello. I, I really, I need to, man, I keep on forgetting something things, but I need to take video of his reaction to when I start uh, doing these intros. But he, he always runs in and he's all excited and ready to, ready to hang. He always likes to say hello to you as well, which I love that about him. He's so personal. <laughs> um, that being said, welcome to another episode. Uh, the first week of March, we're back with uh, back to the regular format of shows. Namuary was all of February, so if you didn't check any of those out, I highly encourage you to go back to February where we were doing two episodes a week. And when I say we, I don't know what I mean because it was just me trying to edit all those twice a week, and it was hard, <laughs> which I talked about at length. <laughs> uh, but it was very fun. I had a blast putting the Namuary together. And uh, can't wait for 2021. We'll see if we get even even more crazy next year. But um, that was a blast. Uh, that all being said, it's time to get into. It's time to get back into what this show's all about, featuring badasses on the show. And this is episode 179. And this one features a wonderful man by the name of John Alvarez, a badass LA-based bass player. And uh, I have had the wonderful fortune of knowing John for several years now. Uh, through our good friend and past guest, Son, Son, Sean Patrick Gallagher. <laughs> Son. Uh, Sean Patrick Gallagher, SPG, who you guys heard several times throughout Namuary. Good friend of mine. Uh, he, he hires John a lot for his gigs, and I met him uh, doing gigs with him. And then th- through that, you know, we've done other gigs together and all that, and he's just a great dude. Um, and, it, you know, it's always it can always be tricky to get bass players on the show. Uh, for some reason, I've talked. I think I've talked about this before in other episodes. They're, it's a, they're they're a different type of group. They don't they, you know they're they're awesome to hang with and they're good dudes. And then you say you want to come on a podcast and they get a little nervy, scurvy, you know. And it can take a long time. But John is totally different. I told him I had a podcast. He's like, let's do it. We could talk for hours. <laughs> and so he was pumped up to do it. And it was great to have him here. Uh, so I hope that you enjoy getting to know John. Um, I will say this week, uh, the only public show that you can come check out if you want to come to anything is I'm playing with Zach Churchill on Thursday the 5th from 5 to 9 at Hive and Honey in Irvine. So if you want to come to that rooftop hotel party and come and hang with us, we'll be playing from 5 to 9. Free show, just hanging and playing background music basically and partying with people. So uh, come up there if you're free on Thursday night. Other than that, everything I'm doing is, is private stuff and you can't get in. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is kind of serious, and it's just that uh, this just last night, on Tuesday night, a horrible tornado ripped through Nashville, Tennessee. Um, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you you know uh, that I love Nashville. I have a ton of friends down there, and I even did a Nashville series uh, with seven episodes recorded down in Nashville while I was there with a bunch of my friends. And I go there uh, at least every other year. Lately, I've been going at least once a year. Um, and I'm going. I went last year, and I'm going again here in a few weeks. Um, but the the tornado just ripped through, especially the north and the and the east parts of Nashville, and just really ravaged some really cool areas. And there there are um, there have been a lot of deaths from this tornado, which is really really horrifying. I mean, t- uh, tornadoes are better when they're out in fields. You know, <laughs> I'm from Kansas, and that's <laughs> how I've always felt. You know, seeing them rip through a city is just absolutely horrible. Um, but luckily as of right now, all the friends that have been on this podcast and all of my friends that I can think of, uh, I've been trying to reconnect with today, this morning and, um, everyone is okay. There are people that have had damage to their homes. 
Um, and there are people that certainly know a lot of people on there. Certain, if, if you've been following anybody's Instagrams and stuff, you can see a lot of videos and pictures of how horrendous the damage has been. That's really horrible. But I just wanted to make mention of it because I've made such a big deal about Nashville being a badass place here on the show. And I've even done that series in Nashville. And when I go back in a few weeks in March, I have every intention of doing several more episodes from there with uh, new guests. So that being said, um, I, I, I just care about Nashville a lot. It's one of my favorite cities um, in, in the whole on the whole planet, and I have so many dear friends that, are, that live there and have lived there. Um, several of the friends that you know from this podcast actually don't live there anymore, so they're fine. Uh, but I have also talked to them because that you know obviously I care, I care about them and the, their people that they have there too. So I've just been conversating with a lot of people today, which is one of those blessings, like in a tragedy. Uh, that you get to um, kind of you know reconnect with people and make sure everyone's doing okay and kind of check in. Uh, so that's kind of been an interesting you know little check in for the day. But I just wanted to you know uh, make mention of it today because it is important to me and to all of you, I'm sure. And I hope that if you are in Nashville and a listener, or if you you know have friends and loved ones in Nashville, that you're doing okay and that all your people are okay. I'm praying for all of you guys and uh, just yeah, I just wanted to take a moment to shout that out because it's just a particularly uh, soft spot for me. I love that town, and it just it just sucks to see it like that. So I can't wait to go there in a few weeks um, and hug everybody that I know because it's just very special. And, and there's a lot of businesses over in Five Points and things like that that were just totally uh, destroyed. So I just you know that's a real bummer. I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. But like I said, just wanted to take a second to take you know make mention of that. And send some support and encourage you guys to do the same. So um, enough with that. Uh, you know, let's we can move back into the show. I don't want to keep it, you know, too down in the dumps. That being said, if you are there in Nashville, please stay strong. I love you guys so much, and I uh, and I hope that you're, you know, that you are doing okay and that you didn't lose any property or, you know, anything like that. I hope that, you know, or animals or anything like that. I hope that you're doing really great. So. With that all being said, I hope that you're comfortable. I hope that, uh, you know, the weather is temperate where you are. And no, no, no storms, no snow, no, unless you like snow. No cold. I'm not a snow fan. No hot. I'm a hot fan. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, I just want it to be temperate for you so you can walk out in a nice t-shirt and have a nice day, which is about this is what I'm about to go do. Um, so I just hope that that's what you got. If you're out driving, stay, you know, stay cool tempered i know it's difficult I'm, i mean believe me i know i get pissed out in the road okay i get pissed uh so you know but stay cool tempered don't be a hothead today if you can avoid it uh get yourself a dog or a cat close by if you have one of those and give them a scratch they love it but most importantly like i say every week i'd like you to sit back relax and enjoy the freaking Welcome to the Ryan and Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is candles. Candles. Now, I've lit a couple candles here at my apartment. You just heard the, the guest say the word candles in his beautiful velvet tones. Mm. Uh, candles are a wonderful thing. They can set a mood. They can solve a smell problem. They can light a room. They're, so, they're multifaceted in so many ways, and so is my guest. Uh, this is the time of year for candles. It's the holiday season. Uh, they just, candles are just a strong thing. And I'm, I'm currently have, I have one on in the living room and one on here in the studio. And, uh, and I just thought 
this is the mood of today. It's a gloomy, rainy day outside, and it felt like candle weather when I walked into my apartment today to do this interview. And so today, I did that because, like I said, uh, my guest is a multifaceted man, used oh. for many reasons in the world. <laughs> Lights up a room with a smile. For sure, thanks. <laughs> this is the wonderful John Alvarez. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> we have here a, a mighty fine LA-based bass player. How are you doing, man? Good, man. It's like we finally got this happening. It's exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that because um, in the form of a question later on. <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, the first question I have for each guest is the same. Uh, like the, the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong. So everyone kind of knows that I'm here. You know, love they that, go, love oh, that that's name too. They, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> They go, oh yeah, that's Ryan. We know him. He's here every week, you know. But some people are that are listening every week. You know, they they know me and they get that. But they're going, who is this John Alvarez? Guy? Oh, that's what they always say. Exactly. I so, think I've seen you before. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get that a lot? All the time. Do dude. me too. What is that? I I just chalk it up to me having one of those faces, and I'm like, good. That's like a plus on my side for sure. You know. Okay, I want to talk about this more because I I like this I like this line of uh, discussion here. But but the first question I ask everybody is simply. Hey, who are you and what are you doing here? Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm John. I'm a, I'm a bass player in L.A. Uh, I'm from L.A. It's a valley, technically. Uh, grew up in San Credo, where, you know, there's nothing really to do except uh, go to Magic Mountain, do a, yeah. lot of, do a lot of meth, you know. So sure. I, <laughs> I tried, tried, didn't do any of the meth, so worked at Magic Mountain, though. Oh, did you work there? Yeah, that was my Ooh, first job. Nice. Yeah, that shit sucked. But uh, yeah, it was fun, you know, food service and like just fucking, I hated that place though. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. How, first job, what years, like how old were you? When 15. You I was, I wanted money as soon as I could get money. Totally, so totally. yeah, that was the only job in the entire like city that would hire you before you were uh, 15 or before you were 16. So they got hired at 15. Nice. And then, yeah. That's so. cool. And how many years did you work there? Like two years. Nice. Yeah. Was that, th did you do that during school too or just like mainly It was summer. summer and then, uh, yeah, mostly summer during the school a little bit, but mostly summer. How old of a man are you now, John? I'm 31, man. Okay. Yeah. We are yeah. very close to the same. Yeah. Age. I'm yeah, 32. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't know how old you were. Yeah. I try. I, I don't really keep it ambiguous. Everybody, everybody says I look younger, so, but whatever. We've met here on the Los Angeles gigging scene. Yeah. We, uh, we, I think most of our gigs together have been with, uh, SPG, right? SPG. Yeah, that's Saint right. Patrick. Past guest, past guest. SPG. Oh man, he's the man. <laughs> he is, man. He's truly. I think that's the that's mainly where we played together. Yep. Um, I've seen you play at like the Dresden before with old uh, Marty and Elaine. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> seen, I know you're always in the studio. You just got done with some studio work right before you came here. Yes, I did. So from studio to studio, um, that's you know that's those are all important things for the people to know. You know, you're a man about town. All the time, man. I feel like every every musician is every creative entrepreneur, for yeah. sure. And you came with your bass in tow. I did, yeah. Did wheeled, a, uh, wheeled your bass in here. Wheeled the bass. Gotta have the wheel. I love that wheel. Oh, that dude. one wheel. Lugging that shit around is no no bueno. <laughs> but dude, it's fucking sucks. Okay, back to this concept of people telling you they recognize you, right? Yeah. This yeah, happens yeah. to me a lot, too. Okay. And I and, and, and so I've, I've, I'm actually a weirdo who's had my memory tested before. <laughs> and... 
and I, and I've and I and I placed in like the ninety nine point five percentile of remembering people's faces. Whoa! So this and this ha- this happened when I was like just in early in college when I got this some of this. T- it's has it's it, it's a really long story of why I even had to do that, but I had to do it for a psychology thing that I was involved. Oh, in. okay, makes sense. So I, I just happened to find that out about myself that I have really good facial recognition. So the reason I mentioned that is because and this is something that's always bothered me is that I recognize people. I'm not really good with names all the time, but I know. If I've met you before, like right. you know, I, I am, I am like within like point five percent or something, like or maybe less. I don't know. Like, sure, if I've seen you before in my life, at least you know. And but all the time, people will go, "Oh man, we've you know, I, I've met you. You know, we did this thing, or we met here, or we did this, or oh, I saw you at this thing." And I'm like, in my mind, just going like, I definitely have never seen. Yeah, you. you're like, yeah, man. <laughs> but I just, I just go along with it because otherwise, I have to explain that I've had my brain tested for facial recognition. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's when everybody, so I just go you know, like, oh yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? What a crazy world, you know? We're all running around. It's just a crazy. What do you world. say when that happens? Uh, when somebody says that they recognize me, yeah. Oh man, I just go, yeah. I mean, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have seen me. Do, how know. do you feel about? I mean, do you think that maybe you forgot their face, or do? Or no, do you, do, or I do usually, you know yeah, you haven't met them before. I, I I remember everybody I meet, like, yeah, for the most part, you know, yes. like unless you know, like it's a crazy, crazy night, or it's like really, really briefly or something. But right, uh, right. I think it's just like honestly, I get a lot that I look like like Andy Samberg. Yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah. You know, so uh-huh. if you look like a celebrity, like I think I've seen you before, it's like yeah, you've been watching uh, that guy on TV forever. Okay, so you think but, they attri- it's you attribute it mostly to the you looking like somebody else? Yeah, of. yeah, and I think I mean if you have one of those faces, I mean yeah. people, there's only so many faces in the world that people can have, you know? I don't, yeah, yeah. I, then, I, I don't you know. get that when people say that you have one of those faces, you know? I, dude, like like I was watching TV the other day and there was a commercial. This kid like this, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, where this kid's like there's like a it's like a Samsung commercial and then he's like it's a, he has like a picture that. This guy at a, at a, uh, what is it? A, um, pet adoption center, you know, uh-huh. the pet shelter sure. puts up a little dog, looks like Chewbacca and he's like, you know, rescue Chewy. And then so this dog, but you look at the kid on the, on the commercial who's like trying to get the dog and he looks like one of those kids you've seen on TV all the time. Yeah. Just one of those faces, you know? Gotcha. You know? So interesting. Well, yeah. that sparked a whole thing. I just, uh, I didn't know we were going to go there, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. constantly wondering about what, how to how to correctly you know deal with that situation people say that oh oh oh, oh i remember working with you before like <laughs> yeah and i'm like no no yeah not. yeah that's when everybody's name becomes man you just can't sure. argue it you don't i don't argue with them but i just you know in my mind i want to yeah totally for sure <laughs> i think it's i think it's a plus I think are you a, a confrontational plus. person in general uh only if i have to be like, Give me an example of when you'd have to be confrontational with someone. Oh man, when I'm trying to get my money. That's oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Freelance. Give me my fucking money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, uh, um, does that? How, how do you feel about that in LA? You get, uh, you get jerked around from time to time. Uh, oh yeah, for sure, all the time. Like it's you know it's like before I started doing like you know freelancing, I I wasn't very like I'd be like oh, okay, but you know you just kind of like if you don't stand up for yourself you'll yeah for sure people will just fuck with you all day Ugh. but um there's so many stories oh man there's about so many annoying stories. people with money do you have any big ones <laughs> you want to regale us with right now <laughs> someone screwed you over oh my god with money. yeah dude uh this one guy um he's a trumpet player okay he's an older cat you want to blast him oh man <laughs> i mean i probably play. should you don't have to <laughs> but this motherfucker oh my god dude I mean, if I say like five words about this dude, we're like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Right, right, right. Sure. Um, but yeah, this guy like 
trumpet player, badass trumpet player, mind you, like fucking yeah. amazing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he, but he would like go out and like, you know, portray like he was like this like mentor and blah, blah, blah. He even had like a, a, a big band. I was like, he called it, he called it uh, the Session Squad. Okay. And uh, so it was. People will definitely be able to find out who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck it. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, this uh, this guy, um, this guy, you know, it was cool. It was legit. I subbed for a friend doing it, and then uh, it was like we had like a really cool session, and uh, and it was like he plays. He's plays for big stuff like commercials and stuff. And we did sure. like we did a session where it was a Super Bowl commercial, like the live when he did that, and he got the charts, and we had the in ears, and then we had it was like the recording from the the live feed, and we had like the announcers and be like blah blah, and I was like. So I felt like I was fucking there, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, this yeah. is sick. So then, you know, he had asked, uh, he asked me to join. And so I joined and then I got some cool gigs out of it. But, you know, like just the more we started working, we did this musical that I got a buddy on. And then like we started doing it and we got the charts late and like the charts were all fucked up. And then we started doing the rehearsal and none of the music together because we hadn't rehearsed, you know, right, and then yeah, yeah. The, the director comes to us. and He's like, hey, guys, like, how come? Because it was tech week. And it was one this guy was making. But anyway, so yeah, he uh, he's like, hey, how come the music like isn't together? Like, you know, you guys rehearsed, right? Like, no. It's like, what? What do you mean? No, it's like, we paid you for rehearsals. I'm like, what? Oh. And then he's like, and just like, yeah, we just found out all this shit. Like, you know, he took all the money like for all that shit and just like fucked us all up. And then he tried to steal a gig from me. And I got into a fight with the guy on the phone. Like, I called him and I was talking to him like, listen, man, this is like, I don't know, three or four fucking years ago. I was like, I was in Orange County. And I was like sleeping in my car because yeah. it was like it was like only 500 bucks for like two weeks, you know, yeah, yeah. and like I was just like, fuck, I mean, it's not worth it to like go back, and, back forth. and forth. Yeah, so I was like, day, I'll yeah. just sleep in my car. And yeah, and then I got into a fight with this dude when he tried to take this gig from me. And then I'm like and I was just like, listen, man, you know, like I'm no, I know I'm not like I haven't been this here long, but like, you know, like we're you know, I'm, I'm just a musician like you doing like, you know, I don't know if I said like contemporaries or something or something like, you know, I'm just doing it like you are. And he's like, he starts laughing. It's like, we're not equal. And I was like, oh, dude, fuck you. Like uh. I went off on that guy. Yeah, it was a pretty it was a pretty intense moment. And uh, but I like I fucking I don't know. He was just an asshole. So, yeah, everybody <laughs> everybody knows who he is. So I don't know. Everybody knows who he is. I don't know how this whole shit works. But, yeah, that was like one of the stories for sure. No, I get it, man. It's a really, really annoying thing to have to deal with. But and it's hard because, you know, there's so many people that move here, move to you know, all kinds of cities where music is a business and it's an, an actual industry. But people don't have a lot of experience doing business. And so you have to fi- find out the hard way. Yeah. What not to do or who not to get in totally. you know, who not to go into cahoots with or whatever. Totally. Yeah, it was overall good learning experience, you know. Yeah. It's okay. one of those uh you know, real life school moments. For sure. Learn who not to be with. How do you feel about uh grilled cheese and tomato soup as a combo? It's pretty good. I mean <laughs> Are you a tomato fan? Uh tomato soup fan. I mean, I just don't like I don't eat raw sometimes. I mean, if I feel like I need to be healthy, I'll just take a raw tomato and go at it. But Really? Know, just eat like an apple? Just yeah, you know, put a little salt and then you're good to go. But grilled cheese, and t- I don't know, it feels like it's kind of lacking as a full meal. Like, I would eat it, and then I'd be like, I wish I had something more substantial. What know? are you lacking? Meat? Animal protein? Not at protein, maybe. I don't know. Just soup is just Mushrooms. Like, so <laughs> yeah, I'm all the all the vegetable <laughs> food groups. All of it. Are you a meatman? Uh, <laughs> a meatman? Yeah, I'm a meatman. <laughs> meatman Alvarez, just call me that. Um, yeah, yeah, I love I love meat. I'm trying not to eat too much of it, you know. Yeah, like, trying to cut back too. Yeah, because it's it's just, it really is just bad for you. Yeah. Like too much of it. Too much of it. Too much. We're, yeah. yeah, I guess we're getting too much. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get us down that path. <laughs> yeah, it could be a whole different podcast. 
<laughs> no, but it's, it's it, but it is good to be aware, especially these days, just where you're getting stuff from and why you're eating it, and why, you know how much do you actually need. But it's this gloomy gray day, and it had me thinking grilled cheese and tomato soup, and I'm starting to crave it now. Yeah, well, well I mean, we're in WeHo. You're on the you're on the nice side of town too, over the hill. There's probably a lot, of, a lot of nice. Little, probably get a little grilled cheese going. Yeah, a lot of. <laughs> a little, a lot but of, that's the thing. Like, as much as I would like to go somewhere and get that, it's it's also feels to me like the most ridiculous thing to get. Oh you know? yeah. Doesn't it seem ridiculous? It's just like to go out to get grilled cheese and tomato soup. It's like I can make a better one, you know, for so much cheaper. It's just so. But much. That's not very LA of you, man. That's you, true. That's you just true. gotta go out and spend all your money and hang out in some <laughs> bar. All night. I cook way too much to be LA. All the, yeah, LA. I'd much rather cook, you know. Than yeah, for food. sure. That's how it goes for me, though. Um. So you're a meat man. What about a booze man? You do you drink a beer uh, or alcohol? I do. I I'm taking a sober break. I've been like three months sober right now. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, what, yeah. What's the What was the reason for trying that? Out? Uh, just man, because I was. It's just. It feels like Hitting it's a it big distraction. Yeah, you know, like you're out. Of, you're out in a bar every night, and then you're just like knocking them back, and everybody's like, "Here, have some more." And you're like, "All right," and then you know. Yeah. You know, it's just not a good thing overall. I get it. How do you have a date that you're going towards? Are you going to the holiday? No. Going- yeah, probably just toward the end of the holiday, and I'm trying to focus on making a record and like you know really really focusing on the music you know just trying to take away like all the distractions sure from like you know impeding impending or not impeding the career you know yeah i think i'm doing the exact opposite of that. <laughs> i mean <laughs> hey man i wish it's i was holiday little, yeah season. yeah it's been a little rough uh, rough uh, you know emotional and family and all these different things going yeah. on and uh, so I think or, or I think I've been uh, going, even, you know, the opposite direction on that. Sometimes you got to, man. Hitting sometimes that good yeah. Irish whiskey. Oh man, so dude, I mean, <laughs> that's that's how you. That's sometimes you just got to sit there and drink, and then the answers <laughs> will unfold. You know, I don't knock anybody. For doing like, well, it. and it's also we're at this time of the of the birth of the hard seltzer, which has been very fun for me. I really enjoy that. The hard seltzer. Did you have you you've been three months sober, oh. so you probably might not be enjoying the. The Trulies or the White Claws. The, the White Claws. The Claw is the law. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much you're delving into those. Uh, I had a couple of those. Yeah. Before it's, you went It's soaps. just like white, like, like, you know, like, what is that basic girl? Like, yeah. wine cooler. Sure. You know? Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't jump on any of those, like the derogatory terms for things. Cause like when they say girly drinks and stuff, cause I'm just like, that's fine. I, I like that. I like girls. I like girly things. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> You got a pack of white claws, you're That's set. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, white claws is rad. I like yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think about milk alternatives? You know what I mean? Uh, I love, uh, well. Almond milk. Almond milk's good. Nut, all the nut milks. Nut milks, I don't know. Actually, they're kind of, I thought they were cool, but actually now in retrospect, they're not. I really do like uh, like whole milk. Like, like You thought they were cool originally, and now that you've had some time to reflect on it. Yeah, because they're just like, they're, they're, it's like drinking chalk sure okay you know uh-huh. and then uh but there's some like like uh hemp or, or like oat milk is cool yeah but uh like almond almond and soy is just kind of man and when uh, you say cool what how do you mean what, what <laughs> uh, iteration of that word delicious <laughs> delicious um <laughs> yeah i mean but yeah i'm trying more, to get cool to make to make more sense to me again you know because yeah. I, I think cool i think cool needs to be like the Fonz was cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. We need usually, to get back yeah. to shades wearing cool. You know? Shades wearing cool, yeah, yeah. Or temp cool. I can temp see that cool. too. It's cool to the touch, that kind of thing. Right, right, right. I don't know. I just, I give like, you know, generic word descriptions for everything. Just be <laughs> as like, you know. Uh, I know. I like that though. Yeah. That's so. cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, how do you feel about conspiracy theories? Oh, dude, I love them. Well, g- well, give me an example. Do you have any that are aliens? Um, I mean, when I moved in this apartment a couple of years ago, I had this roommate who, like, the first night he did music too, and he was like, "Oh, he was like this a little older cat. He was funny though." He's like, "Oh, nice man, you do music." And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, cool, dude. Well, you get the room." I was like, "All right." So we hang out. First night, he's like, "What do you think about aliens?" I'm like, "I mean, I believe in them." He's like, "All right." So then he. He goes into this big spiel and like there's this thing called the Dolce Files. I don't know if you're like big into aliens, but there's like supposedly the aliens have been underground like this whole time they live in the center of this core and they're like lizard people. I was going to say hot, hot boys. Yeah. Hot boys. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then, uh, but he goes in this whole thing. He's like, it's all true, man. There's this guy who worked for him. He was a demolition man. And he, and so the, the story was this guy was a demolition, uh, expert, like contracted by the military to build underground military bases. Okay. And so badass. badass, yeah. And the dude What were the wait, so so this is a human man. Yeah, this is a guy, yeah. That yeah. was hired by the military to make military bases underground for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Subterranean. Yeah, yeah subterranean like like every fifty one, like underneath. And okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. So and then uh this guy like said that was his like background and his expertise and then the story that he had was he was building a base in Dulce, New Mexico, which is I don't think it's that far from from Roswell. Probably not, yeah. And then he blasted a uh like a gas line, a big gas line or something, and he went in they went inside or some kind of line where they could get into a gas line. Yeah, like a yeah. big like a yeah. like a lava tube or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like, like an alien tube. tube. And yeah. then <laughs> uh but anyways, so it gets in they go in the tube and then there's aliens in there and they get into a firefight and then they kill they kill a bunch oh, of shit, aliens. Oh shit, there were aliens get, in there and they yeah and then yeah yeah and then his whole thing was like he got shot he said he got shot and then there's like he has this big fucking scar across his chest kind of looks like a pacemaker scar but that's like that's what he said there's like this is the proof you know so um but yeah and then this guy would go around the country like giving seminars like you know and probably charging a lot of money for him but he would just say that like the aliens are working for the government and in exchange for like giving us their technology they get to experiment on humans and then like the Dolce base is like 20 floors or something or how many over floors like underground and each each floor is like a different like you know like sector where the aliens experiment and shit I like that man it was deep he used to like <laughs> he had a he had YouTube on and like he would put on like people would have these live feeds of just their like their telescopes like at the sky you know just like yeah. running 24 7 so he oh, I like, like yeah that's cool yeah he was really into it that's neat well, yeah so I, he's really into the oh, conspiracy dude. theory so yeah. so you like hearing about them do you believe in any are there any conspiracy theories that you feel like you are get, can get behind yeah i was actually reading a conspiracy theory the other night uh 9-11 9-11 was an inside job right right right. and then they were saying uh i forgot like they called it some kind of like na- nano nano thermatic some kind of powder that's like that melts steel because they were saying that the jet fuel wasn't hot enough to melt steel you know whoa yeah that's that's because the, the buildings collapsed uh like straight down uh-huh. and they said that the only way that that can happen is that's from like a, a planned demolition like explosives everywhere you know whoa so that was yeah and uh there was like a big there's just a big argument and there's like a bunch of fucking movies made on it and stuff yeah but uh i love how much work goes into all these things because that's the thing is like whoever's right or wrong it's like the people are working man oh dude they find out some stuff it's like they uh, put some numbers together all those joe rogan fans they like, cut some articles it. oh yeah the joe rogan stuff is crazy. yeah they get into it man do you listen to joe rogan oh i love joe rogan i yeah. i don't like his comedy i love his podcast i okay. mean i just feel like he's just screaming at me all the time when i watch his comedy he's like ah we're monkeys he's, he's a little loud yeah. Yeah. he gets a little loud and yelly um but yeah yeah a lot like that exp- the so the the thing about the um the conspiracy theory with the 9-11 was they said that there was this this dust in there this like uh, this like powder that like 
is like a, a chemical reactive that burns and that they said it was planted inside of there and that like that's what melted the steel and then they had like these little like these little chips that they found that were like you know proof that it was in the steel and blah 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 blah. Mm. so yeah that was the other night i was reading that that's interesting Good that question. is that's funny they talk about that stuff that, that you said na- there's a word like nanthermite or something like yeah, that. yeah 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 is that Nan- what it is? nanothermite nanothermite yeah like yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. They, they find it on the like and like like it's this kind of like glass powder that's made after like explosions and stuff right, right? after like like uh reactors and stuff go off or like they've, they've found it after like atomic test atomic bomb testing right where like the the p- particulate and stuff will turn into glass because it's heated so quickly right so it's almost like this weird glass nanothermite but i thought that was an after effect not something that they would sprinkle and then it would melt but i i they said that like thermite's like a, an ex- accelerant or something like that and then yeah. they said that nanothermite's like a like a more artificial like synthetic kind they, they also like, say know. they found that stuff uh, like they they attribute some of like uh possibly the you know the death of certain like species like mastodons and stuff like dinosaurs and stuff oh, because wow. they found nanothermite particulate around where they think uh, you know asteroidal you know meteor uh, meteorological things happen to cause the ice age and all that kind of stuff whoa so that yeah so they found yeah, so i've heard about that word before but i don't know that but nice. i haven't heard it in conjunction with 9-11 theories before well dinosaurs and 9-11 they're all connected <laughs> they are <laughs> they sure are <laughs> and it's funny how qu- how close of a line people can draw oh dude between the stuff <laughs> it was the aliens underground who told the dinosaurs or the dinosaurs who told the aliens yeah i like, like hearing about it and i like hearing about people thinking about that st- type of stuff and i don't i don't really ever have a belief either way i'm just like ah, i'm just gonna go back to drumming and <laughs> make it a goofy yeah. podcast yeah for sure <laughs> hanging out for with sure. my friends and talk to my family but uh yeah but i am curious about people's views on those things um do you, are there things that you're into that you're embarrassed about <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell the whole internet right now um uh probably yeah, yeah. i mean What's i see something it? that you're embarrassed about <laughs> <like>? <laughs> i don't know how far we can go on the internet um <laughs> something i'm embarrassed about um I guess. It could be maybe nerdy pop culture. Yeah, I was or? I was a big anime nerd. I've, I'm not really anymore. I kind of wish I was, but I was like a humongous like anime nerd. I like and video games. Like I was a fucking nerd. Yeah. I would like play video games for like eight hours a day. Like if nice. I like if I would. I mean, I feel like if I would have practiced video games, or if I would have practiced playing bass as much as video games, it'd be like John Petitucci double. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Gotcha. But uh, you know, um, yeah, I liked video games a lot and. Uh, do you still have video games you play? No, them? man, I haven't played video games in forever. Like, I just I'm not really into it anymore. I know that's what happened to me too. I just completely yeah. fell out. I mean, I, I only lasted through like the like the N64 days and stuff. Like, okay. that. I didn't really go for. I had an Xbox, but like mostly just use it for DVDs and stuff. And then yeah, and after that, I just completely stopped doing it. You know. Yeah. And I still have an X, uh, Xbox and a uh, and a Super Nintendo. Nice. Or not an Xbox. Yeah, N64 and a Super Nintendo. Um, but I never play them. I just have them still. I want to play them. Oh, and my fiance got me a Game Boy. Oh, the Game Boy Pokemon was my game. Yeah, so Pokemon. I have, so I have a Game Boy now, but I haven't played it yet. So oh, because I don't have. I need to get the game. You need. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? They give they make a system like I gotta buy a game now. I know. Uh, yeah, she just bought the. She, well, she bought the. She bought the. Uh, the Game Boy and the game at the game. Like, she bought them on the internet, and, like, the game didn't work. Like, it was all... Because they're so old, and it's hard yeah. to get a good one, you know, so we just yeah. got gypped. But I need to get a new game. Yeah. But, you know, that'll happen one day. Uh, bass players. Bass players. Or you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you find that there are similarities between players? Between oh. Bass players as a group? 100%. What are some of the similarities? Negative, positive? 
for bass players. Yeah. Uh, let's start way. with. I want to do all the all the players. Actually, <laughs> I was thinking about this on the way over here. It's just funny. Oh, you're thinking about like uh, yeah. stereotypes for different musicians? stereotypes, personality types, who's a sociopath or not? You know. Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, bass players are pretty chill. Like most of the time, we just want to chill and play bass. You yeah. Know? They, they smoke. You know, we smoke a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. We, you like to drink and party. I'm like, yeah, man, and like, you know, just like that's it. You know. Sure. A lot of a lot of them are hound dogs. They just can't get enough of the the girls. Uh huh. For sure. And okay. um, yeah, but I feel like, but most bass players are pretty like, I, I don't know if it's because we have to like support the band, you know, and like we're always just playing bass, you know. Sure. Uh-huh. I feel like rhythm section players like that a lot too, like drummers too, and like right. you know anybody who's like a rhythm section player. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Negative stuff. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe not in super into stuff, you know. They're just like, oh, whatever. It's just you know. <laughs> I mean, they're just like, oh, I'm just playing bass, you know. And they're just like, you yeah. know. So it's kind of like you know this straight line thing where maybe like other uh, other instrumentalists or whatever or like singers or whatever are like more like, wow. Yeah. You know? Well, do, I, I have I've found a similarity for me regarding this podcast. For example, is uh, I have the hardest time booking bass players, mm. and I've had several on. And I have several friends that are gonna come on that I've been yeah. talking to for years, but like like Mike Euler, for example. Okay. He's been one of my close friends for eight years or something like that. And and like I started this podcast like about three maybe three or four years ago I started talking to him, but he'd be like, Yeah, let's do it and then we just never never made it happen. Damn, three, he years. just was on a few months ago. Nice. For the first time. You and I then you and I have been friends, then I asked you and you're like, Yeah, let's let's do it. So then we then we then we got you like we, we booked it, then we pushed it, pushed it, pushed yeah, it, pushed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a you know, I have and it's it's really like bass players are the hard guys to lock down i don't know yeah. what it is i mean no, it's because you guys no. are busy i think i think good yeah. bass players are you know in high demand at most times I feel yeah like, so. all the time i mean yeah if, if, i think just not enough people play bass you know i mean well, and if, i'm not bringing this up to call you out for pushing but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i do but it is but it is a funny thing i do i, I feel like bass players get a, get a bad rap for being a little bit darker and i always say that they're living in that low end you know? <laughs> that's cool i'm gonna use that just living in that <laughs> living low, that end, low end a little bit too much yeah yeah i could feel that like that's playing at the dresden will make you feel a little dark for sure <laughs> about everything yeah uh, yeah. I feel, uh, yeah uh i don't want to get into that yeah well well that'll be a separate issue altogether. <laughs> i was gonna talk to you about that then i was like no i don't want to traumatic i don't want to talk about um that. <laughs> yeah i don't know why everybody loves it so much but anyways let's go back yeah bass players yeah they can be a little dark i guess yeah yeah i always wonder what that is I mean, I think they just get over it, especially like jazz bass players. Like you meet some older ones and shit and it's just like, cause they kind of just like, they're so go with the flow, you know? Yeah. And like after, like if you, like if you could be a bass player for your entire life where you just get called for gigs, you know, like that can happen, you know, you won't have like an amazing, depending on the bass player you are or whatever, but like, you know, let's say run of the mill dude. Like you'll have like, you know, you'll work all the time and you're just like, kind of, yeah. and then it's just kind of like, everybody's like, Oh, come with me. Like, I, that's how I felt when I was like back people up, you know, it's like, yeah. they're like, Hey, come with me. And then like, let's go on this, like, come on my boat and let's hang out for a while. And like, all right. And then you go to somebody else and pretty soon you're on like 20 fucking boats. And then like, you know, you're trying to like, you're like, Oh, but then you kind of realize like, Oh, these boats don't really go anywhere that, you know, sure. like, you know, sometimes like one out of like every million, you know, or, or whatever, but I, mean, I think maybe that's why bass players get kind of dark is because they're just like, whatever, man, I've been, you know, and like they just end up being like old and stoned and just playing jazz all day. <laughs> so that's the life I don't like want to live. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Well, and I asked that because, you know, I mean, 
bass players are some of my best friends in the world. I think there's a really mm-hmm. strong connection between bass players and drummers. Totally. Uh, you know, always is really, you know, really strong. And some of my favorite people are bass players and, you know, but I do notice there are, there are definitely, you know, similarities and through lines. And, uh, you know, so I always wonder about that with, you know, cause I think drummers have similarities and through lines. I think that, you know, guitar players and singers and everybody, everybody there are definitely stereotypes that fit the, the different vibes and different musicians and stuff. What, what else do you think are, is like common among bass players? Uh, I don't know. Uh, wear a lot of black. <laughs> <laughs> you wear black right now. You all the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, before I even knew I was a bass player, I was a bass player. Yeah. I I got you on that church gig not too long ago, a little Sunday morning church. Oh gig, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I showed up, and you were in all black that day. Oh, dude, okay. that's how you got to praise God in all black all the time. <laughs> you know. No, that's a, that's a, and that's a regular. I mean, uh, Lori makes fun of my uh, cl- my closet because it looks like Homer Simpson's closet, where you know it's just the white oh, shirts yeah, and the blue yeah, pants. Yeah. Like I just have black. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah half yeah. of my closet is just black shirts, black pants. For, yeah, I, I'm always have to wear black all the time. I remember, yeah, that yeah. This I, I remember. I had a friend. This this uh, she came over, and then I opened my closet. She's like, "Is that all you wear?" I was like, "Yeah." I mean. What's wrong with it? It's the best yeah. thing in the world. It's all you know? good. <laughs> it's all. It's just. It works with everything, man. You can't go wrong with black. Sure does. It looks good. Yeah. It's good. It's slimming. It's easy to clean. Yeah, slimming. Easy. easy hard to, to stain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I know. Um. Are you? You know. Are you rain prepped? It's kind of been rainy the last few days. Um. No, I'm not really like. I mean, I guess. Well, like in all aspects, like I have a sweater and a jacket. That's about as far as I go. Do you oh. have an umbrella that you keep around? No, nah, I don't do umbrellas. You man. don't own one. No, no, I don't own one. I like, I like the rain. I don't like going out in the rain. I'll, I'll just. Yeah, I'm... and it doesn't ever really pour here. Well, El Nino comes around every once in a while. True. It, like there, there have been times where it's poured rain, but there, oh, but dude. most of the time it's it, it, when it rains here, it's just kind of like a light sprinkling. Or if or if it's pouring, it's pouring for like a second, so you just don't go out during that minute, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, but uh, yeah, I always wonder. Cause I have we ha- we do have umbrellas prepped, but I, I always get like you know I'll step in a puddle and get my shoe all wet and oh, stuff. And I'm like, dang it. So I was wondering how prepped people are for rain here. I'm. Uh, Feels like not very much. No, no. I mean, I'm a true Californian. Like, oh, it's raining. I'll just go out and wear whatever I wear every day. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you rolled up your base. Uh, it's sprinkling lightly today. Yeah. And you're running through. And what was that like for you? You ran. <laughs> you ran up from. Uh, I won't say what the street name. You ran up from the street. <laughs> I ran up from the street. Where are we right now? Um, Wheeling your base in the rain and the and you ran through some puddles. Yeah, it's no big deal. I mean, I kind of. I'm not super like cautious with my base as long as like, you know, nobody steps on it, but it's, it's taken a lot of abuse. It's pretty, it's, it's older. It's not super old, but it's older. So gotcha. yeah, it's not a big deal. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Well, I've put you through the gauntlet of questions here. I know they've been intense. Super intense, man. <laughs> Can't believe I made it. <laughs> oh, well, and now it is time, you know, we're going to lighten things up here with some uh, with some games. Are you ready for that? Yeah. All right. Cool, <laughs> man. <laughs> this first segment we're going to go into is called The Compliment Corner. Oh, shit. Here we go. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called The Compliment Corner. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, John. Hey, Ryan. Welcome to the comic quarter. When we paused for a second there, could you hear that candle? I felt it. I didn't can you hear, hear it. Can you listen, listen to it. Let's see if we can hear it on mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do hear it. I yeah. need to bring it. Hold on. Let me, let me bring it to the mic. Ah, oh, by the fire. 
I just wanted the listener to hear that. Um, it's such a wonderful candle. <laughs> really sets the ambiance. It's, it's, it's a leather and ember scent. <laughs> leather and ember? <laughs> the fuck thinks of these things? <laughs> it has a crackling wood wick. Damn. That's a crackling wood. Can you, can you believe that? Think of everything now. That's a lot of crackling. That's a lot of crackling, <laughs> even across the room. <laughs> I just thought I forgot to ask you about that. Have you ever seen a crackling? That, that was one of the reasons I went for the strength level of candles today. Have you ever had a crackling wood wick in a candle before? No. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen that before. Is that a WeHo candle? Uh, WeHo Target. WeHo Target. Well, I mean, yeah. that's WeHo. I mean, I'm exactly. sure they, they make that Target nice with other Targets for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is pretty nice, although I do miss the... Uh, a Target that has popcorn. Like I grew up with yes. you know, there being popcorn in Target, yep. and uh, now when I go, it's just it's lame. I just don't like to, you know, it's, it's hard to enjoy Target without some, that thing of popcorn. Yeah, I have a real problem with that. Yeah, <clears throat> but okay. we don't get sad here in the compliment corner. No, nope. <laughs> we get happy. <laughs> so what happens here in this game is it gives me and my guest a chance to forget how dark and gloomy the world can be. You know, especially when it's nighttime and it has been such a gloomy day today. Um, but I mean, you know, with all the great things going on, crazy things going on in the world, it's nice to just sit here with my guest and just, you know, practice saying nice things to each other, you know? All right. So what's going to happen is I'm going to look you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. How's that sound? Oh, delightful. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Well, welcome to the compliment corner. My name's Ryan. Nice to meet you, Ryan. <laughs> what's your name? John. I like to have really nice, proper ma- manners here in the corner. For sure. Um, okay, so I'll go first. Here's my comment. Um, I, like I said, I met you in the gigging scene. I, I can't remember the first time I met you, actually. It must have been at least three years ago, I would say, probably, right? Yeah, it was. I think it was an SPG gig. It has sure. to, yeah, it has to have been an SPG gig. I think I want to say it was a, I, I can't remember this hotel. It was like a wedding gig, I think, that we did, and we were inside this courtyard, this weird yeah, courtyard. That's the one. I remember, but I don't really remember much else about it. I remember being down like in Orange County. What's that? Uh, what's it's uh, <coughs> Laguna? I think it was Laguna. It was in Laguna. Yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't remember anything. I, I just, I just remember meeting you there, and uh, so I, the first thing I mean I could obviously say about is it was like I. Had, quickly quickly noticed how badass of a bass player you are when you're playing standards and you have such a great sound on that bass and i love that um but what i have to what i want to comment you on is just your professionalism and attitude because a lot of a lot of people on those type of like that's just a quick little standard wedding gig like we played for an hour or something and people doesn't matter if it's a bass player piano you know people get so dark on those kind of gigs all the time and uh and and it's it's just like it makes the whole the whole situation crappy (laughs) one of my big pet peeves is like people acting like they're the only one dealing with the situation you know right yeah and i I hate that and you were you every time i've worked with you you are the complete opposite of that where you're just like i'm hanging out with you guys we're gonna have a good time we're here on time we're getting our shit done we're playing the tunes like like and so there's something very comforting uh, comforting about being with someone that you feel like you mesh with professionally uh, like you know all the, and that's and that's been most of our hangs have been in some kind of professional setting even like even that church gig like i called you for i think i got in there like one minute early <laughs> and you were already there set up dressed you know like like, like just like i didn't tell you that it was kind of like a casual you know more casual church and stuff and so like you were ready like for your gig ready for everything and I was yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah 
So to me, you're just such a great, you know, great professional dude, but you have such a laid back vibe and it's just, you're great to be around, man. Oh man, you heard it here and there you go. Thank you, man. <laughs> Put that shit out. Yeah, I, re- I recommend you for for gigs all the time because cool. you're that dude, you know. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, well, my compliment. Yeah, I mean, likewise, exact same thing. Uh, and music, music-wise, just playing, man, you have a really strong groove. Oh, thanks, I man. I love when drummers like dig in and fucking just, you know, it's just like, you know. I mean, yeah, that's just, you know, that's, it makes it so easy and fun. You know, some drummers like, you know, just everybody has a different style, but you know, especially when you're swinging, you know, it's just gotta be, it's just, you gotta fucking lock in and you go for it, you know? So yeah. yeah, And, and you know, badass all the way around, you know? (laughs) Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Do you feel better? I feel great, man. What a cool segment. (laughs) Good. Yeah. I'll take that as another compliment. There you go. I enjoy it here. It's just a nice, it's a nice, pleasant place to be, you know? Yep. But with that being said, we need to leave now. Oh. That's been that's... the compliment quarter. All right. <laughs> All right. This next game is a little something called Read Your Last Text. Uh-huh. You have to. Read Your Last Text. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> There's no getting out of this. Damn. You have to do it. I'll do it first, though. I, I don't want you to feel like I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, okay. Okay. But the rules are the rules are, um, you don't you don't it can be, <coughs> it can't be one of the ones that we texted about like logistic like you know parking okay, or okay, when yeah. or, and I'm here or any of that stuff, um. So whatever your last text was from somebody else or, or either from or that you sent, but we get no context. You don't you don't say if you sent it or received it. You don't say what it was about. Okay. You just read it and that's good. So I'll go first so you know that I'm not just gonna like stick you and then you know and then run away kind of thing. <laughs> um, oh this is actually a good this is kind of a longer one. Hold on it says. Conversation I just had with a seven-year-old. Um, miss, when we're done singing, can I use the restroom? You mean at the end of the lesson? No, when we're done singing. We're not going to be done singing. This is a singing lesson. <laughs> Do you need to use the restroom? Yeah. Okay, then you should go use the restroom. Oh, that's... That's the text I, that's the text I got. It's kind of more obvious than usual who that may be from. Yeah. Um, and, and what it's about kind of tells you the whole story. Yeah, so not a lot man. to be left to the imagination this time on my end. That kid had to go. And, but I feel better. I, I was happy to read that this time because normally mine are like, okay, or sounds good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What's uh, The last text that I have isn't... Let's see. It might not be even that good. Okay. Yeah, here. I'll, uh, my friend just messaged me on, on no don't inst- s- no you said your friend messaged you you gave us that part oh you, you lost the game oh <laughs> just kidding fuck. you can still do it <laughs> that's how good i'm at following instructions <laughs> well see that's the Here. part of the game we learned so much okay okay diss you that's what it says that diss you yeah diss you d-i-s d-i-s diss nice. you maybe there's there could be like a sound a sound bite to it do you add sound bites is that allowed you can do that all right let's see what this, this is never been done I have more superhuman strength than you ever will be. I have powers beyond your fucking own imagination. 
I come from a fucking damn world from your that's not your own. I come from I'm not even from the let's face it, I'm not even from this world. The thoughts I get, the imagination I have, the energy I have, the ego I have, the power I have, the fucking wings I have, the voices I have, the voices I have in my head. I really like this. This is definitely me for sure. <laughs> that was so awesome. Uh, we can't ask anything about where that was from or who that was or All anything right. like that. Um, but I think we're sh- we're seeing a lot. You said that is you. You mean you mean, <laughs> th- uh, you mean th- uh, theoretically, like or, you know, metaphorically in your mind. I just got your robot. Inter- you, have, <laughs> you have powers that we can't even imagine. <laughs> Got that inner rep monologue going I at really all times. That. I uh, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I'd like you to send me that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh, that's been read your last text. You have to. The next game we're gonna play is a little game called "Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face." Whoa. When you get by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face. Get your dang butt out of my face. It's a lovely game. What happens is, you know, the uh, show's been so positive. We talked a lot about positivity in the compliment corner. Um, but in this game, you know, I really think it's not negative. It's just a, a way to get something off your chest, which I think is often the route to positivity, you know? So what happens in Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face is you and I will both take turns talking about something that's been irking our chain, pissing us off, grinding our gears, making us mad, you know? It can be big picture, political, anything, you know, huge or silly and small. It can be something that just happened to you on the way, whatever, whatever, as long as it's true to you. We'll talk about something that's been pissing us off and then we'll, it gives us a chance to figuratively tell that thing to get its dang butt out of our face. (laughs) So by the, to win the game, you basically just have to say the name of the game, you know? Um, would you, do you have something on the top of your brain? Would you like me to go first? Uh, yeah, I, I do have something that's kind of, and we can do multiple rounds too. If you're like, if you want to just get into it, you know, it really grinds my gears. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there has been some musically related wise. And I think just in general, I don't know what's up with all these like British or Australian people like having podcasts or YouTube channels or Instagrams or whatever. And I think they're only really popular because they just have the accent. Okay. Like I've seen a lot of bass players, like bass players, you know, there's a couple of really good, like, like, like Rufus Philpot or like Tony Gray. These guys are like British and they're fucking amazing, you know? Yeah. yeah. But then I've seen, I've seen a couple like ads. Like amazing podcasters or bass players. players basically. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm gotcha. sure that I think, I think Rufus might have a podcast or something, but gotcha. I mean, there's some guys who are legit as fuck, you know, they, yeah. and they're, they're amazing, but I've seen, I've seen a couple other and like just instructional videos and stuff where there's guys like, all right, today we're going to learn how to play the bass. We're going to play and they just suck. Yeah. And it's like, and there's like hundred to 130, you know, and they're making money off of their videos. I'm like, damn, what the hell? And you know, just cause they're like, all right, mate, we're going to play some bass. <laughs> and then, you know, it's just like <laughs> ridiculous, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck, you know, but yeah, like people, people are really into accents, you okay. know? So, I mean, that's why I think about changing my accent all the time. You know, maybe I should just do that and I'll get ahead in my career. Ooh. No. <laughs> so what do you, so who do you want to tell to get uh, their dang butt out of your face? Do you want to tell it to the, the people that are making money off that or the people that are, in, you know, investing their time and money into Ooh, the... I want, I want to get those, I, I want to tell those, those shitty British bass players to get their dang butt out of my face. Tell them, tell them now. Shitty, <laughs> shitty British bass players. It's a lot of bees. Get your butt out of my face. Yeah, that's kind of like Great British Baking Show, right? <laughs> that's uh, 
shitty British bass player. We could just rip on British people. I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, we do have uh, listeners in the UK and and, and, and Great Britain and all these areas. So, uh, you know, it's no no real insult to them. You know, we do uh, humans of all uh, stars and stripes. They're salty as fuck, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Um, no, I get, dude. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I that, that stuff happens all over the place in every genre of music, or I mean, cooking and I mean, everything. There's all kinds of weird tutorials now on, on online, and anybody can be an expert in their field and sell yeah. their YouTube wares. Um, oh, mine this week is uh, so I'm so my, my, mine this week is people that are in a busy parking lot. Mm-hmm. They're walking to their car, and so someone signals that they're gonna park. Like, okay, they're you know they're following them to park. They get in there and turn their signal on, and then the person gets in their car and messes on their cell phone for several minutes. Yep, this happened to me like three or four times this last week, and it just it drives me nuts every time. But when it's in a cluster like that, where it's happened to me like like multiple days in a row. That it just drives me in, up the wall. Like I get such rage, and I'm screaming at <laughs> my car, and I'm by myself, and I'm like Ralph's or something, you know. And it just—it's so embarrassing that I'm getting so angry, but it's pissing me off. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's one thing, like, like I will pull into like a like a you know like a big parking like, parking lot sometimes where there's plenty of parking, and like like if I'm like between gigs or like have a weird hour and a half to kill, I'll I'll pull up into a parking lot and just chill. And like play, you know, dot like two dots or something on my phone or check my emails and stuff. And I'll sit in my car on my phone. Yeah. But sure. I would not, but like t- but when I'm walking in my car in a busy parking lot, I'm getting in and getting out so someone can have the spot, you know? And so those people, hey, if you're someone who is, you know, walking in a busy parking lot and you know that someone's watching you and going to take your spot, put your phone down and get your dang butt out of my face. You're here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's mine for this week. Do you have any more that you want to get off your chest? Uh, man, I might go into a fit of rage. You're so. welcome to. You're welcome <laughs> to. <this one. laughs> no, I think, yeah, that's, uh, that, we'll leave it for that. We'll leave it for now. Yeah, maybe we can both go into uh, the people that jerk you around from pay. Oh, man. That's... You want to say it together? Yeah. Hey, people that jerk you around for pay, get, get your, your dang, dang butt, butt out of my, my face. face. <laughs> Bitch. I feel I feel good about that. I, I wanted to add a little bitch at the end. You should it. have a delay. Bitch, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I need a button that does that, just that in my life. That'd be good. <laughs> well, do you feel better after that game? I feel great. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, that, hey, man. That's been get your dang butt out of my face. So we're coming to the end of the show. Oh, that's it, man. That was that was quick. It's pretty quick. You yeah. know, it seems fast. You, you, you get through it. You, you know, you come in, you answer some questions, you give a, you a compliment and you play a, you know read a text message and then you <laughs> scream at someone to get their dang butt <laughs> all the emotions in one, one you wrap place. it all up in a nice tiny bow you know uh yeah that's what we do here um but you know i, I have a couple you know there's still some more stuff to do okay and so w- one of the final things that you know my, i ask one you know kind of pair of questions to my guests each week and that's simply because again the name of the show is ryan is super strong and keep in mind, there are so many types of strength, whether it be mental, emotional, spiritual, any kind of thing that ends in ool or the cold. <laughs> um, uh, basically, my last question, or one of my last questions is, you know, hey, John, are you super strong? Super strong. I am super strong. 
Nice. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. Um, because my next question, uh, I like anybody's answer. It just shows a lot about who they are and how they feel. Uh, so my last question basically is, you know, to kind of give some advice for the people that are listening that might be relating to you or maybe base players that know you or fans of yours or fr- friends or family of yours yeah, that want to, sure. that want to be more like a John Alvarez. What's, <laughs> what's some, what's some advice that, 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 that you can give that has made you as super strong as a John Alvarez? You know what I mean? Um, the biggest thing I, I found out that has been a plus in my life is being, is being genuine, being like a nice, you know, I'm not perfect all the time. I definitely make mistakes, you know, but, uh, I'm generally like a nice person and yeah. I'm really like, I care about people and I'm like, I'm like into it, you know? Yeah. And I think that that, 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 uh, lets people like, you know, cause I'm not the best bass player around, you know, and in terms of like, I'm not the most skilled, you know, there's like, you know, Christian McBride's and John Trump had a two cheese and blah, 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 blah. But you know, like a lot of, you know, what they say is true. It's a lot of like, you know, any life in general is like networking and socializing and meeting people and stuff. And like, I get people all the time too, especially in music who are like, man, you know, everybody and blah, blah, blah. And I like, I think about it. I'm like, oh, well, like, I mean, yeah, I guess I do know a lot of people. Yeah. But, uh, I just, I never really thought about it, you know, cause I was always generally interested in meeting people and like getting to see different things and talking and getting to know, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's really strong and people can feel that they vibe off that really hard, you know? And then they go, Oh, well I want to have, like you were saying earlier, like, Oh, this guy's cool. He's like, you know, he's in it and he's being real. Yeah. And like, I want to be surrounded by that. So that's, I think that's probably one of my biggest strengths. Being real. Being real. Being like real that. dog. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I like that. Be nice. Be real. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Can't be too real, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I've done that too, true. and then yeah, you know, that's never. But you know, just being varying degrees of success or yeah, loss on being too real. But you know, just like the context, yeah. But yeah, being real and like you know, I mean, putting your putting your heart out, you know, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure, man. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, man. Um, thank you so much for coming on my wacky show. Oh, thank you for having me. I loved it. Uh, the, the last thing I do ask about is is plugs. You know, oh. what are some things that people can do to follow you, whether it be a social media, YouTube, albums you've been on, shows you know about, uh, you know, whatever. What steady stuff you might have that people could check out. Yeah, uh, my biggest thing right now is I'm working on a, a band, like a project I'm leading. Uh, uh-huh. It's called Heavy Black, and the uh, the Instagram you can follow all Heavy Black uh, at all Heavy Black, and uh, I'm gonna be releasing the first. Uh, single Russian roulette um, hopefully within the next month hopefully before the end of the year okay and uh, and as of right now in the recording it's the beginning of December yeah um, December 4th I think it is yeah today. yeah yeah and so I'm not sure when this if, this, if it's going to be next month when this episode comes out or possibly due to the NAM extravaganza that this podcast is going to go through it might be in March NAMaganza but, but either way it sounds like hopefully this track will be yeah, Pop, the, this first track will be popping off. Hot off the, um, the stands. So Russian roulette from Russian all heavy roulette. black, and yeah. then and then and then heavy the, heavy black. Heavy, sorry, heavy black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's already somebody already took it. And I messaged the guy too, and I was like, hey, and it's always it's always that way. You find yeah. a cool band name or name you like, and then there's some guy who had it and he doesn't even use it anymore. Yeah, he puts one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one like weird weird post. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how it goes. Um, yeah, and then yeah, the full length albums, trust and betrayal, and then I'm gonna be releasing uh releasing single um throughout the year and yeah. uh working on you know music video doing that whole thing 2020 2020 i like that for sure for 2020 sure. is gonna be a good year i think yeah 
yeah i I think it's gonna be good i hope so hope for everybody yeah i've i've uh i've I've noticed a lot of friends too are are uh on the self-creative path like creating their own original material which is amazing like there's so many so many talented musicians and artists in in la who from all over the world and it's cool to uh it's cool to see them like finally doing their own thing you know and and i think that's the only way that things are going to progress in terms of just like the community and stuff, you know. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. And it's and it's important to contribute into it too. It's one thing, especially as freelancers, I think that we get uh, into that thing of like, you know, I'm just gonna get hired and hired and hired and hired. And it's like if you don't start producing something, you know, and that that shares other people and like there that you need to be the one that's hiring or bringing people in, then you're not really contributing into the thing. Like you're just kind of leeching off of it you know totally so yeah. i think it's cool to, to produce your own material or write music or like you know or hire a band for something or just do something original on your own or you know or do something that's cool you know so i think that's very cool that you're doing that thank you man it'll be it'll i, I the, the benefits will prove positive i'm sure of it so yep well dude thank you so much for coming in thank you. i always uh, take this moment to plug chad coleman who did the art for the show and chris hagman who did the intro and outro music as well as helped me with some of these segment cues and bumpers uh those gentlemen are both very important to me and this show Show. they've both been on episodes of the podcast so if you like that element of the podcast go check those guys out i love them so much go chad and chris the instagram is ryan is super strong the twitter is uh at super strong ryan uh you can email us at ryan is super strong at gmail.com and join us on facebook if you want to see more pictures and be part of that community etc uh but the one thing i always ask everyone that's listening to do is if you like this show and i hope that you did uh especially if you made it this far into an episode i'd really hope that you didn't just stick around for some kind of strange torture thing for yourself <laughs> <laughs> to listen to they this. Just, they, they waited for the aliens and they left. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, if you like the show, please go to Apple Podcast, review the show five stars, and leave a wacky review, man. There's so many out there. It makes you feel great, and uh, it, it's hilarious to read them because they're uh, seemingly many from insane people. So I like that. So, <laughs> so go check that out. Do that. Uh, when you do that, it helps the show grow, and more listeners get on my badass guests like John Alvarez here. Oh, yeah. So please do that. I love that very much, and I appreciate all the help growing this wacky little show um that's all for now man thank you so much for coming in thanks again thank you it was a lot of fun man the very last thing i do is i talk to one listener or a group of listeners and i try to get them to up their game in some way and today's no different and i'll start right now all right guys uh this year or this week i'm talking about uh people that are afraid of napping i'm one of those people so I'm kind of I'm t- I'm kind of taking my own number on this one. I'm trying to, I'm not afraid of it, you know. And I'm not saying people are scared of them like heebie-jeebies, creepies, you know. But I'm saying you don't like naps. You feel like that, you know, like you you have too much to do to take a nap. To you know, you're trying to grind it out, trying to get stuff done. And I'm saying, hey, it's the holidays. You know, we're in, you know, it's the holidays right now and I'm recording this. And even if this comes out in freaking, you know, January or March or whenever, there's holidays around there and there's, and there's reason to chill, you know, we grind it out all the time and, and you need to take a break and relax a little bit. So I'm just going to encourage myself and anyone else to take that little time. Give yourself a little break. Take yourself a little nap. Don't beat yourself up about it. I just want you to, to take a nap and feel strong in that way. If you do that, if you listen to the the advice of my guest John Alvarez here and be real with yourself. Be real. If you go into the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all the advice of my badass guests and you take some naps and be easy on yourself this year, man, maybe, one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan. <laughs>